0: You are listening to a podcast from Influence Church. We hope it encourages and empowers you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk. Enjoy the message. Elevate intro. How are we feeling? Like, yeah, you can't take the elevator out of the girl, so uh, you'll have to embrace a bit of that uh, this morning. Ben, I wish you would introduce me into a room like that all the time. That would be really fun. I'd enjoy that. Um, but yeah, we're doing good, right? Yes. Good. Well, uh, it's good to be here. And um, if you didn't know already, my name is Lauren, uh, and I am uh, part of the Penrith Campus of Church, alongside my sisters, Hannah, who's here, who... Hates being the centre of attention, so everyone look at Hannah. Uh, <laughs> Hannah's had quite the few months. She got married to Pastor Ed in July. Um, we're still getting used to life with Ed, guys. Um, you know, when your sister brings something to you, you kind of have to go, okay, this is what we're doing now. Um, and yeah, Emma, who isn't here today, she's at the spa in Centre Parks. Uh, but Emma, is she's 17 and uh, she lives her life like she's in High School Musical. Uh, she's all singing, dancing, performing, and um, mine and Hannah's role in her life is that of stage sisters, roadies, and personal assistants. Would you agree? Yeah, she keeps us uh, pretty busy. Uh, fun fact about me, I work with young offenders, um, which I love, uh, but, it, but it does... Pr- Liam, give me a come on then, guys. Go on, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love it but it does provide me with some uh some very crazy stories that i will not don't worry ben uh in a preach but if you find me at the end i'll tell you everything <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm here this morning to uh, bring the next installment of our series overcome we're we enjoying it awesome it's been good hasn't it well uh yeah just thanks for having me in richmond uh, i love our church and i love that any campus you go to feels like home away from home um So yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I preach here a few times to the youth at Elevate, uh, but they've let me loose on you lot today. So um, I'm hoping that you heckle me a little less than the youth, Um, or not at all, that would be great. (laughs) Um, But yeah, (laughs) Overcome is our series, and uh, as I was preparing for today, I was actually thinking about some of the things that I have overcome. The first thing is this. I've overcome growing up in a house with an Irish dad and a Scouse (laughs) mum. Honestly, it's a miracle I can talk. I've overcome a fear of lifts. Anyone scared of lifts? Yeah, right? Always take the stairs. Uh, I'm still overcoming a fear of the dentist. I've had quite a few fillings recently, so I'm I'm re-triggered. but my biggest challenge, and there'll be a few people who can who can attest to this in the room, is a fear of birds, okay? Can I get that lovely pigeon on the... the yeah, I preached this in Workington, and, and it's a cinema, guys. Like, that bird was... It, it filled the whole thing. It was so big. It was, Ben. Uh, but yeah, there's a pigeon. Have a look at it. That is what I like to call a, a rat with wings. Uh, It's terrifying, I understand if you're like this right now. I've got my back to it. Uh, But yeah, I've had many encounters with birds that I actually think this is a very valid fear. Um, I was once struck in the head by a clumsy pigeon. Yeah. I was once chased by an ostrich. Yeah. I'm just gonna, no context to that. I was chased by an ostrich. Uh, I lived in Liverpool and if you've been there, you'll be familiar with the Scouse seagull. Uh, Those guys have muscles and Scouse accents and they are not to be messed with. There they are, there, the, the rare but deadly Scouse seagull, terrifying, um, and yeah, just in case you thought that wasn't enough, I also recently learned that crows recognise faces, yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, forget Planet of the Apes, in my life it's Planet of the Birds, okay? So if you like birds, I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, now I've got to attempt to segue from scouse, seagulls to uh, preaching. So let's bring it back because, listen, I believe that God wants to do something in this room this morning. Um, So if you can, we're going to jump to our feet and then we'll pray and then we'll get into the message. (laughs) Yes, Lord, we just lift you up in this room this morning. We glorify you in this room, in this moment right now. Lord, we're excited to dive into your word this morning. We want to explore what it means to overcome. Lord, give us ears to hear what we need to hear and challenge us where we need to be challenged. Lord, speak to us afresh this morning. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. We are grateful for you. And everyone said, amen. Grab your seats. I enjoy the cinema chair thing when the chair, yeah, that's fun. (laughs) Okay, so our message this morning, it's pretty simple, and that is that inside each and every one of you is the ability to overcome. You see, there is an overcomer in all of us, right? And this morning, I want to explore what that means and how we unlock that in our lives. Are you with me? So if you like a title, the title of my message is this, it is the overcomer in you. And I want to start by putting some questions to you. Are there days where you get tunnel vision? Where all you can see are the difficulties in your life? Are there days where you wonder how on earth you're going to get through the things that you're facing? Are there days where you feel weak and you just accept that things will, just, will always be this way? Well, what if I told you that God wants you to be an overcomer in every situation? you see, life is not supposed to be defeating us, right? God's made us overcomers. 1 John 5, 5 says, who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So then, as Christians, why do we still struggle to overcome? Well, here's the truth. The enemy is against you, and he's tempting you to give up, but don't give up. Remember who you are in Christ, because in Christ, you are an overcomer. You see, Jesus who is in you is greater than the enemy who is in the world, right? And part of your identity in Christ is that of an overcomer. And if you don't know this reality or you don't believe this reality, then you won't experience it. So I want to encourage us this morning to believe who God says we are. So what is an overcomer? Well, an overcomer is a person who prevails in spite of opposition, difficulties, and weakness. But overcoming as a Christian goes deeper than that. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not on your own. 1 John 4 4 says, you are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Well, you see, the truth is that God lives in us and he gives us his strength and his power. So we can actually live radically different lives for him and for his cause. We're not weak and powerless. We're actually strong even when we feel weak. And that's because of what dwells in you. The Spirit of God, the ultimate overcoming Spirit of God is alive in you. Let that empower you this morning to unlock the overcomer in you. But listen, it's important that you actually want to overcome. You see, while I was writing this message, I was actually thinking about how many times I've heard someone say the phrase, what will be, will be. We've all heard it, right? We've probably said it too. What will be, will be. Well, it's actually mind-blowing because... People are just willing to accept that their circumstances are just the hand that they've been dealt. People reach dead ends and they just hang out there. People fail and they never try again. Well, as Christians, we need to avoid the what will be, will be mindset. It reminds me of John 5 where we see Jesus heal that lame man at the pool. You know, that man was at the pool believing that the first sick person to enter the water would be healed. But the man could never make it to the pool first. But when Jesus showed up, shock, everything changed. Jesus asked the man, do you want to get well? He commanded the man, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. And spoiler, he did. And that pool, it was rigged for failure, right? Because the man was never going to get well from the water. You see, the man had a desire to get better, but he was looking in the wrong place. And how often do we do that, right? So my question is this, do you want to get well? I know you're looking in the right place. You see, we shouldn't just accept everything that happens in life. We need to use our authority as overcomers. We need to use the power of God and the resources of heaven within us to overcome. We need to live differently. So how do you do this? How do you unlock the overcomer in you? I've got four steps for us this morning. Number one is this. You've got to have a heart that is all in. You see, no one can want your healing, no one can want your transformation and your freedom more than you do. No one. Everything Jesus stood for involved an all in commitment. He looked for people who would commit to being all in with God. And we see it throughout the Bible. You've got phrases like, you're either for me or against me. Sell everything you have. Deny yourself and take up your cross. Leave your father and mother. Forsake all. And listen to those of us who are not all in. That might sound too demanding. It might sound harsh. But listen, it is clear. Jesus was calling for a heart that would remain committed when things got tough. And the biggest reason, then, all in commitment is needed to unlock that overcomer in you is because people get stuck. Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you're stuck in the past. Maybe your life didn't start out that great. Or maybe you're stuck in the struggles that you're facing right now. Well, this morning, I want to challenge you to get stuck in an all-in mindset. Placing God on the throne of your life. Whatever happens. Get stuck in an all-in mindset where you trust that he's on that throne for eternity, seated in glory, calling you by his side. Wow you know, Jesus provides a great definition of of what it looks like to be all in. And we read it in Mark 8.35. He says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. You see, there's a choice involved. We're not overcomers automatically. It all depends on our moment-by-moment choice to live as though made alive in Christ, to live all in. The truth is we're meant to be overcomers because Jesus, the king of overcoming, lives in us. However, not all of us choose day by day to lay our whole lives down so that Jesus can live his overcoming life out for us. So I'll ask you this, church. Are you all in? Or are there parts of your life that you're holding on to? Parts of your life that need the overcomer in you to rise up? You see, Jesus literally gave it all for you. He was all in. He's still all in, and he'll always be all in. He is worthy of our all. So what's stopping us? You see, you might try and overcome something in your own strength, but it's that all-in mindset that's going to get you over the finish line. It's going to get you over those hurdles that are in front of you. It's that all-in mindset that allows you to go through the valley with a supernatural strength and will allow you to consistently overcome things in your life. So number one, you've got to have an all-in mindset. Number two, the second step to unlocking the overcomer in you is this. You've got to recognize that nothing is off limits with God. You see, sometimes it's like we carry a don't go there sign on certain doors of our hearts, right? And then we wonder why we get stuck in our spiritual growth. Well, living as an overcomer is a decision. And one of those choices is the willingness to let God work on every area of your heart. You need to recognize that he is Lord over everything. Recognize that nothing is off limits. But listen, are you willing to surrender that? Now, I like to use the analogy of a house because how often do we let God into the living room, into the kitchen, into the dining room, but then we won't let him go through the cupboards? All right, we're happy. It's dirty cupboards in this room. We're happy to let him in to the... Sur- that got a real big laugh over there. Someone is, someone is struggling with organization. Um, but yeah we're happy to let him into the surface right but when it gets to the more intimate areas of our lives we struggle we shut down we hide the mess well John fifteen five says this he says I am the vine you are the branches if you remain in me and I in you you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing I love that apart from me you can do nothing you see without God we can't do anything it's a simple truth We can try, but in him is everything we need. And that overcomer in you needs a source. And spoiler, but he's that source. You see, if you're sick, he's your doctor. If you're poor, he is your riches. If you're weak, he is your strength. If you are in trouble, he's your deliverer. But why do we need a source? Well, a source is a supplier of something that we can't produce on our own. Can't produce it on our own, and people often think that they've got to be their own strength when something happens. They've been taught, "Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, move on through your own efforts." But we don't have to do it alone. Well, He is the source of our overcoming. And listen, we need to plug into Him. Romans 11:36. Everything comes from God. Everything exists by His power, and everything is intended for His glory. You see, when you come to Jesus every day, you draw from the source. But church, how many of the promises of God are in your heart and mind? How much of his word is working within you? Our question is this. Have you plugged into the source lately? Because whatever it is that you are facing, letting him in will unlock that overcomer in you. You know, Paul had a revelation. He said, I can do all things through Christ, through Christ. Through Christ. Church, let's remove the limitations. Let's take the limits off God and experience a true intimacy with him. The third step to unlocking the overcomer in you is this. You've got to leave the tomb. You see, after his resurrection, Jesus left the tomb. And so should we. Because we don't live there anymore, right? John 14, 9 says, Because I live, you will live also. 1 Corinthians 6.14, now God has not only raised the Lord, but will also raise us up through his power. Wow. And listen, it's so easy for us to create a space where we're at the end of ourselves because of our circumstances. But listen, because Christ emerged alive from the grave, he guarantees the same future for us. Yes, we still grieve when we lose loved ones. Yes, our hearts still break. Yes, we still feel pain, we feel stress, we feel sad. But listen, church, you do not have to become undone by the hardship you face because you've got to live in hope. Romans 15, 13 writes, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, unlocking that overcoming spirit in you It's simply keeping hope alive in your life. I don't know about you, but I want to live a life where I overflow with hope. So can I remind you of this this morning? That Jesus will always lead you into the victory that he's obtained. He didn't die in vain, right? There's real victory for you through that empty tomb. We're crucified in him, but we are also resurrected in him. There's also another reason why we should leave the tomb of our circumstances. I don't know about you, but I've found that I can't move into a new area of healing while remaining in the old way of doing things. We read it in Mark 8. Jesus takes a blind man out of the city to heal him. You see, we often need to let go of our comfortable space and move into a whole new place to experience the transformation that's available for us. I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase that you can't get better in the place that made you sick. Now listen, Jesus could totally heal that man anywhere. I'm not saying that. But there's so much unbelief in that city that the man, he couldn't maintain his healing surrounded by the city. So Jesus led him away and healed him away from view. Well, church, how many of us build walls around ourselves and our struggles? How many of us sit in the places that made us sick? Do you live in cycles of destructive behavior? Do you repeat the same mistakes? Do you feel comfortable sitting in a place of pain because, well, you don't know who you are without it anymore? Well, there's three places on your overcoming journey. Number one is the comfort zone, and that's a place of control. Number two is the fear zone. That's a place of struggle. And number three is the growth zone, and that's a place of purpose. So church, what zone are you in? Are you comfortable and in control? Are you in a place of fear, suffering, and uncertainty? Or are you on the cusp of finding purpose in your pain? Because entering that growth zone is key to unlocking the overcomer in you. Romans 5, 3-4 talks about this journey. It says, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance, character, and character hope. And that brings me on to the last step in unlocking the overcomer in you. And if it's okay, I'd like to share a little bit about how this message came to be. So the fourth step is this. You've got to look up, church. You've got to look up, church. You see, three years ago, I experienced one of the hardest days of my life, my mum's funeral. Now, some of you will know my mum and you'll know that we lost our family. Uh, My mum didn't lose our family. We lost our mum to COVID. um, And we've been figuring our way through grief ever since. But yeah, three years ago, I sat at my mum's funeral. Just a stone's throw away from her coffin. If I reached out, I could touch it. See, in that moment, I was literally face to face with the biggest trial of my life. But it was here that I had one of my greatest revelations from God. See, I remember wiping tears from my eyes, looking at the coffin one last time and then looking up. And on the wall above was this massive wooden cross. You see, it was in this moment that God spoke to me. He said, Lauren, it's not about that. It's about this. Get that cross on the screen. Come on. See, it's not about that. It's about this. Lauren, it's not about that. It's about this. You see, for the first time, I fully grasp what Colossians 3.2 means. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. God was showing me purpose in my pain. He was reminding me of the victory that's mine. And listen, I believe that he wants to remind you of the same this morning. Because it's not about what's happening to you. It's about that. It's not about the pain that you feel. It is about that. It's not about who's left you. It is about that. It's not about your broken heart. It's about that. It's not about the things that you lack. It is about that. It's not about your feelings, church. It's about that. It's not about what you've lost. It is about that. Through Jesus, we are overcomers. Through the cross, we are overcomers. Luke 10:19 says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So look up, church. Lay it down at the foot of the cross and fix your eyes on the victory that it represents. Because in that moment, the overcomer in me was awoken. And you can try and get her back to sleep. <laughs> And there's an overcomer inside each and every one of you, right? But what will it take to wake it up in your life? What are you facing that you need to look up from? Or are you distracted looking in the wrong place? Fix your eyes, church. Listen, maybe it's not a coffin that you're facing. Maybe you feel that your problems are too small. Well, listen, nothing is too small or too big to be covered by the cross. If you're stressed about money... Look up. If you're unhappy at work, look up. If you're craving change, look up. Set your mind on things above. Unlock that overcomer in you by surrendering your struggles over to God. Now, I want to do a few things this morning. First, I want to remind us of John 3.16. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. You see, that verse is simply everything, right? We live in a broken world that is messy and chaotic and scary. People disappoint us, people hurt us. And listen, we so often find ourselves in the middle of all types of struggles and mess. But Jesus dying on the cross is everything. It's peace, it's comfort, it's hope, it's overcoming. We've all fallen short, but God loves us so much. He sent his son to die for us. Wow, let's cling to that. When, when times get hard, let's cling to it when our doubts set in, when we feel alone, because listen, those who believe are promised an eternal glory that is free from suffering and pain to look up church be all in and let him into your life now with every eye closed in the room and every head bowed I just want to create an opportunity for those of us in this room who don't know Jesus or feel far from him this is an opportunity for you to say yes to the king of overcoming and ask him into your life it's an opportunity for you to unlock the power of God in your life. Unlock the overcomer in you. If that's you in this room, if you want to know Jesus, and just raise your hand. If you want to start your Christian journey this morning, raise your hand. And listen, some of the team will... Come and pray with you after the service. Come and find myself, find Ben, Gail, Sophie, Rich, any of the team. But the next thing I want to do this morning is I want to create a moment of surrender in this room. A moment where we fix our eyes on things above. A moment where we unlock the overcomer in all of us. We're all facing something, right? Right? So what is it that you need to look up from? For me, it was a coffin, but what's yours? Is it financial struggle? Is it family? Is it your job? Have you lost someone? Do you need a healing? Big or small, what is distracting you from fixing your eyes on things above? What is suppressing that overcomer in you? Now, in a moment, we're going to spend some time worshipping. And while we do that, listen, listen. Why don't we just imagine that our struggles are literally in front of us right now? And as we worship, why don't we literally decide to look up from them? Church, let's fix our eyes on God. Let's fix our eyes on his goodness and his overcoming power. So we're going to worship. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Influence Church. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk Influence Church, empowering you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God.